Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! Everybody and welcome into the week eight episode of Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. We have a wonderful, great show tonight. Jared, how you feeling, buddy? You got the Panthers on in the background, I assume. We got um, the Panthers on. It's it was it's October 29th, and it was like 82 degrees outside. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like sweating out here. And I just, I, it was just, un, it was kind of uncomfortable uh, for a while. But you got a storm system that's supposed to be passing through and a cold front supposed to be happening. So hopefully it'll kind of cool off down here. But I didn't think I'd be sweating this much. I felt uh, like I was in Scotland because I wake yeah. up in the morning. It's just monsoon raining, kind of chilly out there. Not crazy cold, but, you know, yeah. 60s. And then by like 2 o'clock, you're right, 75. Then I look up, it's 82. I'm like, holy shit. And it's like kidding it's, me right now. It's just like humid. I was outside earlier, like shooting some hoops with my son and my and Marlo's out there, and she's got a fucking mosquito on her forehead. It's October oh. 29th, and she's got a mosquito. I'm got like, it. what the hell is going on out here? What the hell's going on out here? <laughs> so, but I, but we're back. We're here. I'm outside. I'm, I don't have the screened in like you guys. Yeah, I'm and, I'm safe and secure in my uh, my little roofed area with the game going on and my little screened in porch. Yeah, I'm so good. From, I'm away it. from the elements, which is nice. I can. I'm away from the elements. Like I have no problem with it. The only issue with me is now that we have this like tropical storm where wind is a part of it. I occasionally might be feeling this like mist kind of come in, and it's. 
It's it's not it's, an it's 85 not, not, degree mist either. It's now we're looking at like you know 60 degree yeah, mist. It's that's not cold. ideal. It's not ideal no. for uh, for uh, for for doing a pod. But but we're here. We're I'm fighting through it. <laughs> um, I'm fighting through it for you guys. So you better enjoy this. Uh, we got to give the people what they want, right? Yeah, we got to. So we got to give it to them what they want when they want it. Apparently, they want it Friday mornings. Yeah. Um. So. But uh, but yeah. So we're we're excited to to get going. And did the Bears win this past week? No, <laughs> no. no. They no. played on Monday. If you want to call it playing, I guess that's what they tried to do. But that was disappointing. That was one of those games where I'm watching it, and I had my neighbor over for a little while because he's a Bears fan, and I'm watching it, and I'm just like looking at this this team, and I'm like, God, they're awful. There's no offense. They didn't score a touchdown. Their defense scored a touchdown. The defense outscored the offense. I mean, it's, it's like reliving yeah. 2006 all over again. Did they make the Super Bowl that year? Is that year they, they did. Made? They yeah. did make the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, who's better quarterback, Rex Grossman or Nick Foles? Well, <laughs> the fact that you can't for, answer that is not good. I'm thinking about it because they both got to a Super Bowl, except Foles won one. So I mean they're yeah. pretty darn equivalent. Not not except for, for the, the Bears. No, well, not for the Bears. <laughs> yeah. So I mean it's it's trouble. I mean the worst five and whatever two team or whatever their record is now. They, they got to be the worst five and two team out there right now. It's just upsetting because. Will do you think they make the point? Do they sneak into the playoffs? <sighs> Who's got a better chance to make the playoffs, the Bears or you? That's a gr- <laughs> that's a really good question. I would say me at this point. Um, I'm lying in the weeds on a two game skid. Although this is the po- part of the season where, you know, Joe Norton typically goes on like a, a four to seven game losing streak. Yeah. So classic, classic yeah. Norton, four to seven game losing streak. You know, sometimes it pretty much happens every year. So, is this the start of it? That's what that's what I'm kind of thinking of. So I don't know. I think I have a better chance than the Bears. Well, time will tell for both of them. Yeah, we'll see. But we got a great pod today. We got a a, a guest GM coming on. The commission is on. We got the commission answering questions. We put him on the hot seat. He was asking us Ooh. some questions, putting us on the hot seat. Um, he, he and his, uh, he and his analytics staff yeah, is bringing in some numbers. Yeah, for you guys. They, they used, uh, they sent him a UPS and it did not get, uh, broken into and stolen. So he was able to get the hard dr- or get the, uh, the drive and, and stick it into his computer. And we got all that data and we go through it and talk about some <laughs> interesting stuff. Um, yeah. so you got, yeah. do you have dip in your mouth right uh, now? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you have rocks in your mouth. <laughs> you have like a uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but no. so good it should be. Uh, it was definitely a good interview. Um, we talk about some good, solid content in there. But we're gonna go through rapid fire recap as we always do, week seven edition. Then we'll get the pulse of a league, kind of talk about some stuff, um, and then we got our weekend matchup. So it should be a fun little pot. You want to get get yeah. this thing going? Yeah, let's do it. it.
It's time for the weekly rapid fire recap. All right, boys, welcome in to the rapid fire recap. We are going to take a look back into week seven. I think, Jared, you're going to get us started, buddy. So let's hear it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the, the, the past couple weeks, of the, the MO has been like a lot of low-scoring matchups. And this week is kind of the opposite, where I went back and I looked in, and this was the first time ever that there's been two teams that have scored over 170 wow. in the same week. And we didn't even hit 170. Chaz and I both exceeded 183. Mm. Both of us, mm. 183. So that, that's impressive. Um, I, I'm not even going to get into the details of it. I faced off with Brooks. Everybody knows what he was going with last week. Uh, he's made some moves since then. But last week, his team just kind of – his team showed up. I thought he, he, he did kind of what they thought you would thought he was going to do as you won that bet as they came under that 110 mark. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to just get over it. I thought he was going to clip it, but he came up a little short. Um, he also came up a little short with uh, competing with me as he lost by 77 <laughs> points. Um, that game was over by about 2.30. Um, so I'm sneaking in there. I like the points. I like still being in there with the uh, ability to kind of maybe creep back up in the standings, but I'm staying in the playoff hunt while Brooks is just continuing to reel and trying to uh, just keep his head above water and trying to get to that uh, elusive second win for him. Um, and then on the other side, I mean, we have uh, – uh, Joe, can't, tell me – Let me. I'm going to check my record books. When was the last time somebody scored 183 points and 98 – 183.98 points and didn't win the high score? I can't tell you. I don't know. It never happened until this past week when I scored 183.98, but Chaz beats me and scores 186.41. I thought we were going to have the first 200-point GM per week ever. But like the damn perfect game in baseball, I jinxed it. I texted Chaz prior to the Sunday night game and was like, are, we, are you going to get to the 200 points? I mean, is that, and Chaz goes, has that ever happened? You know, classic like goat, like this is normal. Oh, y'all have never done this before? <laughs> And no, uh, like no, we haven't. No, that's never happened before. But Chris Carson had to leave early. He might have gotten it, yeah. But he had to leave early, and and Chaz came up short of that two hundred point and finished with one eighty six and uh, barely beat uh, Brad by what's that about sixty two mm-hmm. points. Um, so he's moving on. And then we have uh, uh, John wins scoring only one oh five. Wow, and it was just uh, it was just one of those matchups. It's just this is the what's the I, can, I always get. We need to not like name the divisions each. We do each need year. to like I think all this, the GMs should come I, in. And yeah, like for the each Cause, division. Because then I'll re- yeah, because then I'll remember them. But like right now, I never know who's east, who's west. But so you guys are in the and this is just a a classic, just a classic. East divisional rock fight (laughs) (laughs) between these two guys where John scores 105 and beats Brian 105 to 97. And it's just, it's just the classic East right there. 
Um, and then the last one that I'll handle was two high, two other high scoring games where um, it was Pittman and Rusty, and it was just a, kind of a shootout there for a while. And uh, Pittman had some big games from people, and uh, Rusty's uh, uh, streaming tight end came up short, and the Chase Claypool, who who bid on and got for a long time, uh, came up short too, and they just couldn't pull it out for him. And Pittman, Pittman snuck out the win. Uh, those were the four I was going to handle, um, and then I think you were going to handle one matchup. What? Uh, which matchup are you? Hold gonna on handle? a sec. Let me uh, get my bearings. I'm going to take a sip. Take a sip of my drink. <sighs> Jared, what the happened? amount of anger that I have flowing through my body since Sunday night has been unmeasurable. I have never had so much anxiety watching a football game than watching the Sunday night matchup between the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Now, this shouldn't even have been an anxiety-ridden game to watch. But I have Cam freaking Newton starting quarterback for the New England Patriots score 1.17 points. I didn't even think that was possible for a quarterback who's not injured to score that low a point. It was unbelievable that that had me hot. Not to mention, sitting on my bench is Herbert with 42 freaking points going absolute gangbusters against Jacksonville. That's a difference of 41.36 yeah. if anybody wants to keep record. Would Tiny difference. I, I can't see. I, I can't tell the math. Would that I, have helped? If I would wouldn't have even had to have played the other guys. I could have sat them on my <laughs> bench and just watched the game. Enjoy. But no, no. He scores 1.7. So I go into this matchup, and I have – who did I have going? I had um, Hopkins going. This is going into Sunday, Sunday night. night. I had Hop- Hopkins going. Um, Metcalf, Metcalf going. going. So I'm like, all right. I got Metcalf and Hopkins, both pretty legitimate players there. Felt good that they would score kind of – Felt good. You know – you're down, down, down about uh, yeah, eight or nine. Yeah, I was nine. down about eight or nine, but I knew he had his kicker, and his, they were going to score points. So Zane, Zane, I, I had a little bit of trouble there, but I'm like, you know what? No way Decaf doesn't score like 10 points. It's a Sunday night game, prime time. He's going to score. Well, Hopkins gets out to a great start. Phenomenal catch in the corner. You know, he's doing his thing, scores 19 points. I have no ill will against Hopkins. He's doing his job. Well, as I'm watching this game, you know, in the first quarter, I see Metcalf, 2.2, right out of the gates. I'm like, okay, here we go. Feed him the ball, Russ. Let him cook. And then as I'm watching, I'm like, God, he's still got 2.2 points. Just 2.2. I'm like, what's going on? He, is he, he's on the field because Lockett's catching all these touchdown passes and catching all these balls for all these yards. And it's, it's almost like, I'm like, he's, he's on your field. He's the biggest guy there. I know he's fast because he just ran down Buda Baker 
from like the goal line, chased them a hundred, a hundred yards down the field. And once he did, I'm like, well, shit, now he's gas. So he's going to be worthless for the next, but for the next series. But I'm like, they're going to throw him the ball. They got to throw him the ball. Right. Especially when they get down to the end zone, they got to throw him the ball. Right now. Now let's not throw him the ball. That was a freak show. That was like when a, like when a dad sees a kid, like a, toddler running here's the, the craziest part and the here's a cra- all right so buddha baker runs a four four five okay it's pretty fast that's pretty fast um i think dk metcalf runs like a three four or no excuse me um no he runs Jesus. a four he runs a four <laughs> three like four or a four three nine something like that so it's faster than buddha baker i he he ran probably a four one on his way to catch him he was flying that was uh, – and a guy that big should not be able to run that fast. Weren't you the one, like, last year saying that Metcalf was going to, like, anytime he would try to make a cut to run snap a different an route other than a go route, he would just snap his <laughs> ACL? How, yeah. How was that? Hey, you, you take all that oh, back 100% now? 100% take that back. The dude's a freak when he gets the ball thrown to him, unlike last week. So, anyways, we're sitting so, there, or I'm sitting there, and I'm watching this game. And it's so close because, like, Gonzalez is scoring and he's just hitting his 40-yard field goal. So I'm like, fuck, there's four points. And, and as I'm watching it, Metcalf ain't scoring, not even getting the ball. So I'm like, well, shit, I'm going to have to have Hopkins. So this game goes back and forth, back and forth. Then all of a sudden we get down to it and uh, field goal set up game winner. So I'm like, fuck, it's over. No chance he misses this. So that he kicks it right through. All of a sudden, we get a penalty call. Not good. And they got, I think they actually had to back him up a tad because it was like a 33-yarder. And he bangs it through. Penalty call. Guy jumps over the line. Um, so they back him up like 5, 10 yards. I don't know what it was. So he's like 41-yarder or 44-yarder or something like that. So I'm like, well, he's been banging these through all night. So this game's over. Just end the misery now. And he kicks it and misses it. And I sit there and I put my hands on my head like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Did he just miss this kick? And that miss dropped him below our score. So I'm winning at this point. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. And it's a tie. I think it was tied. So that was for the win. And so we go into overtime. I'm like, well, shit. I got this thing in the bag, right? Because – Arizona can go down, score a touchdown, because the only thing I'm fighting there is uh, field goal, you know, because if even if they get a field goal on the opening drive, Russ is going to let it cook and throw it to DK at least a couple times, so I'm going to score points. Well, clearly, because he'd been doing that the rest well, of the yeah, game. Yeah, but right? I'm, you know, showtime, you want to – He had Joe. He had two catches on the so, night. So, anyways – so the anxiety, the anxiety so what, goes what, like, what, oh, what time, shit, what time, what time? And then it goes, oh my time, god, I'm gonna win. What this time? Game. And then I'm like, all right, what let's time go do you overtime. think it is right now? What time do you think it is right now? Real life time. Uh, uh, what do you, What do you mean? I'm lost. Like the time on the clock. Like the this is at like, like it's sniffing midnight. Okay, so nobody, no one else, nobody else is up. I'm because I guarantee Mike sleep. Because Mike probably didn't care. Oh, I've been there. Mike's leaving. Oh, I've been there. I was there last week. Yeah. Remember? So I'm like, oh, my God. All right, here we go. Overtime. And I'm winning. I'm like, they're going to throw it to Hopkins. He's going to get a catch or two. So I'm going to increase points there. 
So here we go. And I think Russ starts with the ball. And they go down, turn, turn it over. No catches for DK. I'm like, oh, this is rad. And then Arizona gets the ball. And they're driving. And they're driving. And Hopkins gets a catch. Nothing crazy. Maybe, you know, a point and a half or something. And they get into field goal range. Well, I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. Well, here's Zeno again, kicking his 44-yarder. Kicks it, bangs it through. Four extra points. Takes the lead on me. I'm like, oh, my God, he took the lead by one. All right, but I can, I guarantee I'm going to score points here. So Russ gets the ball back. Third play from getting the ball back. Little screen pass over to my boy DK. Catches it and just starts hauling ass for the end zone. I start screaming, yeah, buddy, way to go, DK. That's my boy. Win a win a chicken dinner. Flag. Flag on the play. Flag on Ooh. the play. Holding. I'm like, you have got to be shitting me right now. Very next play, I think it was, Russ throws a pick, ends the game. I lose by .7 points. Had this game locked up. And then I'm thinking to myself, I can't be mad. Cam Newton Newton scored one point. So I can't blame it on DK. Can't blame it on Hopkins. He scored one point. He scores five points. He scores three points. I win. He scored 2.7 points. I win. What would I, what would you have said if I'd have told you prior to the week that, Hey, the other guy's kicker, Zane Gonzalez is going to triple Cam Newton and DK Metcalf. I would have said, get the fuck out of here. No way. You're high as hell. You are high as hell. But this is what happened. happened. So I got to think that, you know, before Mike went to bed, because I guarantee he didn't stay up and watch that game. Before he went to bed, he kisses, you know, kissed his kids goodnight, tucked them in to bed, his three kids, and gave a little kiss to his wife and said, honey, sweet dreams, I'm going to go to bed. And he got down on his knees, talked to the Lord, said, Lord, I need a little bit of help, and anything that you can do would be much appreciated. And when he woke up, he delivered on him. He delivered. He he gave him what he asked for, and I can't argue with that. I don't I don't see Mike as the type that's praying around stuff like this. <laughs> I, hope, I hope not. I hope not. I don't I don't think that's what sometimes, it's for. Sometimes um, sometimes you gotta ask for a little help. You know, sometimes you gotta ask for prayer hey. just to make sure he's listening. And sure shit, he was. Hey, hey. he was listening. He's like, you know what? I got you, Mike. I, I'm gonna make Joe stay he, up all night, watch this game, think he's gonna win on a Zane Gonzalez miss field goal. And then I'm going to have Russell Wilson throw one of the worst interceptions in the world. And you're, and you're going to win by it's, 0.7 points. What's the smallest margin of, of victory ever? It's oh got to be this. It's le- mine, no, mine was less than was that Was it last less week. than this? Did it have yeah. as much anxiety was, uh, around it? I think uh, – oh, Mine yes. was back and forth. Like I was Mark. winning and then losing because well, of a missed field goal. Yours was, yeah, yours was kind of a walk-off. Like field goal, like I would love that scenario where like my field goal kicker makes this and I win fantasy, or vice versa. Um, let's see. 
So week one, Mike lost by point five. Uh, there was nobody in week two that was really close. Uh, nobody in week three. Nobody in week four. It just pisses me off because Mike changes his name to CD's Nuts Joe. He's just rubbing it in my face. Yeah. Uh, I lost. I lost last week to Brad by point. What's that? Point two six. That's brutal. On an Amari Cooper touchdown in like the final three minutes of a. How many points did your quarterback have? My quarterback. Uh, enough. Oh, so more than one. Okay. Yeah, my tight end didn't score any. My t- my tight end and Juju combined for less than what Cam had. And the other thing that kind of pissed me off, and I couldn't even get upset with it because the guy did his job, was I, I subbed out Scotty Miller for A.J. Green, and Scotty Miller, you know, scored 19 points. That would have that given me the victory, but I can't be mad at A.J. Green for scoring 11, right? So, I mean, it's like, oh, it's the D.K. Metcalf thing. It's the freaking Cam it's Newton just, thing. I mean, one point one seven, and it's just uh, the, bru- the the brutality of it is when you lose that much, or when you lose by that little, is so easy to like just go back and like, ah, oh, if I'd have done this, or if he would have caught this one pass, or if this would have happened, it would have just been a lot easier. Um, but that's uh, is that is that normal fantasy life? Nope. That's just the. That's just a week in the NCFFL. It's going to happen to and, somebody. You know, this, the other it. shitty part is now I'm at a two-game losing streak, and here we go again. Every year is a you know two to seven-game losing streak that I have somewhere mixed into the season, and I got to think that it's starting now. I got to think it's Uh-oh. starting now. I mean, my team can't score. My points four is second to last. I think outside of slip. And uh, I'm not even close here. I'm like th- like 30 points away from like the next guy. So it's like my team's uh, not scoring. They should score. We're a bitch on paper. We are a bitch on paper. Everybody feels like that except, except for Brooks. Brooks. Uh, yeah, Brooks. Maybe now. Maybe now you got so that little we'll trade that. going. So. We- yeah, we're getting oh, into the my. next segment. Should we rush? Should we roll, roll into, into that? It. Yeah, it's a good job. Are you? Are you good? Are you calm? Are you? I'm are not. You good. Like, I've never been. So, I've so never when, been like angry at a fantasy. Joe, event. let me. You want me to tell you what is going to happen? Joe, because I did. I lived it last week. Lived it. Right. Yeah. I was yeah. fine, 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 and then it was literally. If you go back and look at the game log of how Brad beat, not last week, but the week prior. But when Brad beat me, he had Amari Cooper, and Amari Cooper caught like four passes for 40 yards and a touchdown on the last drive when they were down 20 fucking (laughs) eight with like four minutes to go in the game. Everybody else is like sitting their starters, especially you're like, oh, it was Dallas. They suck. It's just like that. They're still leading the division at the time. It's not like the like the like the season's over. They were leading the division, and so yeah, I feel. It. But you'll start to like you'll start looking at your lineup Friday. You're like, okay, I feel. You start tinkering, and then Saturday you start getting, and then Sunday rolls around, and you forget about it because you're excited about 
the possibility of winning. You feel good. Everybody feels good about their lineup. Maybe not Brooks, but everybody feels good about their lineup when Sunday at 1 p.m. kicks off. That's brutal. And then, and then 3 p.m. rolls around, and a lot of people are like, "Fuck, it's over." Yeah. The, here's the, so uh, I I checked out the 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 matchup recap. Take a guess at who the matchup player of the week was. Uh, I mean, I'd see either. I mean, well, Cam was most impactful. No, yeah, but matchup player but, of the I week mean, according to Yahoo. Guess who that is? The, the kicker. kicker, Zane fucking <laughs> Gonzalez, nearly doubles his seven point three projection. Made three of his four field goal attempts to beat his projection by the third highest percentage of any kicker in the league this season. Fuck you, Zeno. And the other shitty part, Eliminate the other kickers. dagger is I had Zane. And I dropped him. <laughs> oh, revenge game. Revenge game. He knew. He knew. He knew that you dropped him. Revenge game. Alright, let's get out of here and Let's talk about the rest of the pulse of the league. Let's do it. Let's check in on the pulse of the league. Alrighty, boys, let's move forward. We're going to check on the pulse of the league, talk about some trade action that occurred. Uh, had a lot, a lot of action here within the last day or two. Uh, also take a look at the league standing, see kind of where people are moving, the movers, the shakers of the league. Jared, what do you want to start with this? I want to – it's just – this is becoming the norm of our league where every – is so, it's so great. And it's one of those things to where week 13 is – the final week before the playoffs. Yep. And one thing I love about week 13 this year is guess who's on a bye? For your team? No, just there's a team that's on the bye. I don't know who else is. But guess what's one of the teams that's on a bye week oh, 13? Uh, I, I have no idea. I didn't know they did buys that late. Tampa? I didn't. I, I think Tampa they do Bay? it this year. I think this might be one of the first years that they have it. I don't, maybe Tampa, I don't know, but the Panthers are on a that bye late? week 13. Wow. That late. There's them and maybe one others or three other. I don't know. But I think they did that to try to maybe like COVID reasons to be able to try to yeah. move stuff around or something. I don't know. But Panthers on a bye week 13. So like the pivotal, some almost most impactful week. Panthers aren't playing. I don't have to worry about watching the Panthers and if they win or lose, and I can just strictly focus on a fantasy perspective because you know it's going to come yeah. down to that. Because right now, Joe, half the league is at four That's and crazy. three. So the the East Division, the top three teams are at four and three. Brian's right behind him at three and four. He got Brooks at one and six. And then in the other league, we got two teams at four and three and other two teams at three and four. So either there's eight of the ten teams are either at four and three or three yeah. and four. 
and that's just that's just the NCFFL. That's average since norm. we added that so, extra uh, flex position. This is how it is. This is how it rolls out every year, which is good, right? We get we want parity within the league. We don't. Well, I think we I think we find out who's the best team. So, uh, but let's. Uh, I mean, I mean, you're starting to hit a skid. Yeah. I mean, Joey, I mean, that's the thing that I noticed the most. There's two things in your division. One, Mike, the opposite four is on a four-game win streak. Just a four-banger. Four-game win streak. Four-game win streak, and he's sitting at the top now. And then you're on a two-game losing streak, and you're right now, playoffs ended today, you're on the outside Week four, we asked Mike to be on the pod because we wanted to discuss his, him and, and Slip being the losers. And we couldn't do it for whatever reason. And since that point, the dude has been on a tear. Yep. On a yeah, he's a tear. You don't want to see him. No, right now. Ever ever since he dropped all that money, I'm just going to say that too. Philip yeah. Lindsay. He uh he he's 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 pivoted. He's taking a turn, and he's just like lighting it up. And so, uh, so he's 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 trending up. John's still hanging around. I think you're still in the mix. I mean, Brian, he just lost so That's a big one. We'll see what yeah. happens. He but he made a trade. He he got rid of uh, who did he get rid of? He got rid of Mike Evans and flipped it for yeah. Robbie Anderson. Kind of a uh, moving the deck chairs around a little bit. So we'll see if uh, we'll see what happens there, and then. And then we got Brooks, who's not really thinking about playoffs. He's playoffs. just really thinking about just trying to. He's just trying to make moves to get some wins right, here and there. Let's talk about this move because there was a little bit of controversy in there, and I, I, you approved it. I didn't see any reasons why you said you approved it. I declined it. I thought it was a bad trade. I don't think that you know trading unless the players like McCaffrey, but it's not. The question isn't this if it's a bad trade or a good. What do you mean by bad trade? Uneven. I'll say major. I'll say it was majorly uneven. Okay, why is it uneven? So he was trading away Mostert, who's on IR. Thomas, right. who has only played like one game, maybe two. And he's yeah, and, one. And Brad. Gave away Tyler Lockett, who's been a great receiver this year. I don't know why he got rid of him. He's just so consistent. And now David Montgomery is serviceable. And I would say Montgomery's probably better than Mostert, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, you can play Montgomery mm-hmm. right now where you can't play Mostert. So, so you're giving up. A top, well, I don't know, five, eight receiver, a serviceable running back who's starting, who can play, and all you're getting in return is an injured running back in a running back by committee team and an injured Michael Thomas who you don't know if he's going to play. Like at this point, Michael Thomas is like, man, I, could, I should probably just sit out the season and save my, save my legs for next year. Okay, true. Here's my question. So, would you think the trade is fair if 
if uh, Michael Thomas ends up playing this week and forward. Doesn't ever sit out again. Doesn't sit out again. He's not miss any more games. Past this week, he doesn't miss any more I games. I think it would be fair if it was one for one, Lockett versus Thomas. Not Montgomery. So I think see, I'm I'm on the other side to where I think it's it's just an interesting move from Brad who's not sure in the playoffs yet, right? Yeah. Because I giving get, away I get what assets. he's trying to I just get – I understand what he's doing. He's trying to – he thinks he's getting the – he thinks he's getting the best player in the deal. I mean, it's just that big name. And um, I don't know. It's just it's – a, it's, a, it's a big risk. The only thing I can end. think of is he's thinking, all right, Lockett's had such a good year. Maybe he's going to start trending downward. He's not happy with Montgomery, and I get that. Montgomery hasn't performed the last two years. Um, but in a league where running backs, starting running backs are, are there's there's barely any of them out there that are serviceable. The only thing I can think of is he's thinking that he's going to keep Michael Thomas, or he's going to have Michael Thomas as a keeper. But I don't even know if you could do that because wasn't he kept this year? Yeah, yeah. so he can't even keep him. So that that that's a. It was just, but I don't even think it was like, because I, I get it. I think it's fair because you're, Brad's given up. But see, and that's the other thing is it's not like, I mean, you look at the rest of Brad's roster. It's not like he's like, I mean, he still has Amari Cooper and D'Angelo Henry and things like that to where it's not like he's just starting scrubs now. So I get the premise of the trade. I think it's even because Brad is gambling on, Michael Thomas coming back and he's going to be Michael Thomas. I mean, that's what trades are all about. Like projection in a 10, well, in a 10 team league, it's going to be very rare where like I'm loaded at wide receivers and I struggle at running backs. Oh, Joe, you're loaded at run running backs and, I, and you struggle with wide receiver. Well, let's just swap. Well, you, you give me yeah. a running back. I give you a wide receiver and we're yeah. good to go. Obviously that makes sense. In a 10-team league, it's just so rare for that to happen. And so what you do is you got to kind of like gamble on something. And so Brad's taking the gamble that Michael Thomas is going to come back and be Michael Thomas. And if he does, then we'll look back and be like, okay, that wasn't a bad trade. And, and Mostert coming back. And, I mean, I get it. I get why like people would say no, but I think people are voting no because they feel like it was a bad trade. It might have been more. Or, I think it might have been more fair. Like if he gave up Mostert and McKissick, maybe. But, but I mean, I, my point was huh. give him somebody that is playing and not on IR because that's an RBBC team anyways so even when he does come yeah, back he's got, I don't know if he's going to be the guy but the problem and see, but that's the problem right there is like if I think 
it's all it, it doesn't matter what I think of what the guy's going to do. It's not me to like judge if I think the trade is like good or not for both people. My my thing is if I think it's fair and it's not like collusion is involved or it's just not like Brooks is doing a fire sale and is trading Michael Thomas for a potential keeper next year that's not going to do any good this year, then, yeah, I'd have a problem with that. But, I'm yeah, I mean, I think there's risk involved on both ends. and I rarely I mean, decline. I don't, I don't I, think I – ever decline trades but this one i was just like that makes zero sense to me right there what but see that's but that's my thing is because it makes zero sense to you you're judging the trade itself and not like judging if it's not even like fair like if if one team is going to be completely that's what i'm saying like there's brad is taking the risk He's going to give up these two players that he's, I'd imagine, is tired of trying to pick between players to play because he's got Montgomery. He's got um, Daryl Henderson. He's got Amari Cooper. He's got Tyler Lockett. He's got all these guys. He still has Nick Chubb on his bench. Yeah. So he's taking a gamble that he can get by until Michael Thomas comes into play. And if Michael Thomas comes back to play this week or next week and he's good to go for the rest of the season, then the trade's even. And so that's my thing is it's not like to me, the problem with the trade would be if, if Kareem hunt were to get hurt this week. No, let me see. I mean, his bench right now, Godwin out. Cooper, doubtful. Yeah, Chubb, well, yeah. IR. Well, that's my th- Thomas well, questionable. Well, that's Mostert, that's my IR. that's my thing. And so the two guys he traded would have just been in this slew of people that he can't play them all. So why not try to just, yeah just go ahead and get rid of them for a guy who might be the break make or break to win the whole thing. It, my only thing would be it, it's not even critiquing. I think it's fair. I think I mean I get it. I get I get what both sides are doing. It makes sense to me. My only thing is just kind of it's a gamble on Brad because he's not securely in the playoffs. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But it definitely helps out. Uh, helps out Brooks trying to secure that Absolutely. second win for sure. So, we had another trade uh, go on. This uh, was that today or yesterday? Uh, I think it was. I think it was yesterday, but I think it got. Kind of so we got Mike today. Evans, uh, Brian traded away Mike Evans for Robbie Anderson. Your thoughts on that one? I, we both approved it. I think it was consensusly approved. Um, or, but I, do you think that's yeah. fair? I mean, I, I guess we get into the whole fair conversation again. I don't know if it's fair, but I think for Pittman, he was just trying to break up his his Panthers so that he didn't have to play them both. Yeah, to me, the whole thing with like trade stuff and if it's approved or denied is not so much as it is it do both parties win as it is is like is there a clear part where like somebody is being like there's like a complete disadvantage somewhere or that's going to skew the rest of the outcomes of the. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I thought this so, one was legitimate. Uh, I mean, Pittman's trying to move Anderson so he doesn't have to play two 
Panther receivers. I get that. Evans hasn't really produced probably as well as as Brian has hoped. So he's like, and he's a Panthers fan. So he's like, well, Anderson, you know, has been doing well. He's probably going to continue to do well. He's got seven point three points right now tonight. So I mean, yeah, well, that one I think is definitely fair. So. Yeah. So, but they're they're, they're just trying to uh, make some splashes yeah. in their lineup to see what they can uh, make happen. So, um, those were some of the uh, the moves that were made. You see any see any risers or fallers in the? In As the I look at the league, and then you know, there's some legitimate some good matchups this week. So, we have. Like you alluded to earlier, there's a lot of four and three teams that are in the league. Pittman and myself, that'll be an interesting game. Um, Brian yeah. and Mike are four and three and three and four, so that could be a big separation there or bring them right back to equal. Same with uh, Rusty and Brad, three and four and four and three. Um, Yourself and Chaz, if you could knock Chaz off, I think that would be nice for the rest of the league. You know, four and four, bring you, bring him to five and three. It'd be nice yeah, for me, too. So, I mean, there's a lot of – just... as far as movers, I mean, Mike's moving right now in the right direction. Mike's moving up. Mike's moving Mike's up. moving. Uh, in terms of other – if we look at, like, streaks, slips, slips on a four-game skid, I'm on a two-game skid. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Brian? I mean, I called it out last week, and I said Brian would be the one that I wouldn't want to trade with, rosters with, and then Odell Beckham yeah. gets hurt. Well, I think I, mean, I you think is he is he about did to hit I us? Not call that on the pod? I'm pretty sure you didn't call. No, him no, injured. but I, you just called. You just called. You just. I berated. And I think Odell. everybody, most people, most people would agree that Odell is not the Odell of three, four, five years is ago. It, he's not but, the Odell, or is it the system that he's in with Baker Mayfield? It's, it's, I think is, if you had to tell me prior to last week, what is it that's not Odell's stuff? I would say it's the system. They're a running team. And it's, they it's, they're a, one, they're a running team. Two, from a fantasy standpoint, Eli Manning was a much better quarterback than Baker Mayfield getting the ball to the to a, an Odell Beckham type. So I don't, yeah, but I don't know. He might, he, I mean, it's going to be interesting watching him. He could hit a skid. Um, so, uh, so we'll, so we'll see yeah. what happens. It's good. It's going to be good. I mean, this league, ever since we implemented the other flexes brings everybody together, which is, which is awesome. I think. So. All right. Why don't we, um, uh... We got Johnny calling us up right now. Why don't we send it over to John and uh, the commission interview, huh? Yeah, let's do it. What do you say we interview you? Uh, all right, yes, that's a uh, sometimes useful exercise. Please put your hand down. Go ahead. How much money do you make a year before taxes? Okay, I'm actually not comfortable answering that. Come on! We're doing the interview now, not you. Okay, here's a shout out of a can. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I think we're done here. Thank you. 
All right, welcome in to the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. We have a very special guest tonight. Jared and I are pleased to represent to all the other GMs within the league, the commissioner, uh, Mr. John Verdenick. How are you doing today? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Here we go. Panthers up seven to six, starting the second quarter. Well, Well, we don't know. Because we might be filming this, we might have already been talking about earlier. So we'll see. Uh, every time, every time, okay. We're about to go back in time in a second. I'm watching the game uh, from a couple weeks ago. So what, what's your? So you just moved, when did you move into your new place? God, a couple weeks ago, miserable. Yeah, how was how was that? Miserable. Was it raining? Yes. It it's was, either on moving days. It's either raining or it's hot as fuck. Yeah. You didn't well, move. I mean, well, let's be honest. You didn't. You paid people to move your stuff. Let's be honest. Yeah, hundred percent. But it was still raining, monsoon, hurricane. You know, weird. We had another hurricane, um, of course, on the weekend too. Right. So you can't play golf or move. Just miserable. Brutal. Moving sucks. So what's your setup right now for this? Where are you? Downstairs on the couch, TV uh-huh. on, uh, iPad in front of me. Little Juicy J on the table beside me. I'm Ooh. feeling good. Ooh. What, what number Juicy J is this? Just two, because uh, we had about seven last night. So I'm trying to pace myself. <laughs> <laughs> what What happened last night that got you, you know, deep into the sauce? Oh, did something I haven't done in quite some time. Played online poker with somebody. Wow. With Daniel. And... With Daniel Negrano. No, um, Phil Ivy was, Phil Ivey was, was there. Was at the yeah, table though, nice. yeah. Um, Phil Hellmuth. He's a cock. No, um, <laughs> but you know, three hours went by and six or seven beers went down before I knew it. But uh, woke up to a positive balance in the Venmo account today. So <sighs> you know, like, like it, it, was, it was a win. It was a win. That's a win. Joe, Joe, Joe does not wake up to those positive accounts. Not lately. Sunday fun days. Not lately. <laughs> he does not. He does not negative, wake up to those. Negative. Uh, negative. In fact, yeah. I did. Just so everybody's aware, I did pay up my my bet to Brian. I sent over uh, my losses to him, so mm-hmm. I, I am a man of my word. I paid him his hundo, and I'm sure he's going to spend it on liquor and coke or something. Probably already a cola, a cola, Coca-Cola. 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 Yeah. Coca-Cola. Yeah. Um, uh, damn, what was I gonna say? Uh, hey, oh, I meant to ask you, John. So, the the big storyline mm. recently in the NCFFL mm. is all around most athletic. It is now. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask you where you where you think you'd fall in there. My question for you is, excluding yourself, who do you feel like is most athletic in the group? Okay. Well, I'm gonna answer your question, and then I'm also gonna include myself. So, the most athletic person in the league is Brad. The second most athletic person in the league is me. Yes. <laughs> I, I can okay. ice skate. I can kick a soccer ball. I cannot kick a field goal. I don't think anybody I can in in the league can except Joe, which I'd love to see that at yeah. some point. Done it before. Um, I, can I got a, video. I can it. kick a field goal. I guarantee I can, I can. you. So I'm three I make of three right one, now. 
I guarantee you I make one of five three-pointers. Guaranteed. I guarantee uh, I make three probably, of five. I can probably do three. Okay. Well, I make three of five. Yes. I, can, I, I, think, I think I can kick the longest Perfect. field goal. In the in the in the in the league, uh, but other than that, I mean, I don't, so who do you think is least athletic? Chaz, hundred percent, Chaz. Yeah, <laughs> nonsense about beating me in a long drive. Like, come on, let's let's make sure that happens. This but has got to happen. <laughs> it's got to happen. I honestly, I'm excited for next year's draft. Please, nobody get pregnant or have a kid close to the draft so we can all be mm. there. Um, I'm snip You snipping. had a kid. Close. I mean, what's the plan there? I'm snip snipping this spring. So no, no, no I'm, talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the first birthday. Oh, mm. it's, birthday. it's the weekend after we're good. Labor day weekend is when you're going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. You've already told her this. Absolutely. I mean, okay. So if I ask her about that this weekend, she's going to say, yeah, we talked about this. Well, why would you do it? Why would you have, do her birthday the weekend before? She wasn't – that's not her birthday. She Because her birthday is going to be like around Labor Day, right? Yeah, September 5th. So it'll be perfect. Oh, be yeah. Like right around that time. That's perfect. Yeah. So what we – you know, Diana and I have already she's, decided. So, you know, we're She's the real MVP. She's the MVP. For holding yeah. out. For holding out until <laughs> all of us love her because of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no, we're going we're gonna to celebrate Addie's birthday on – you know, Labor Day weekend every year, which would be really cool. So, you know, working for a bank, I get all the weird holidays off. Dylan, unfortunately, got shafted because we have to celebrate hers over MLK weekend. But, um, you know, we, we we get a long weekend for both. Yeah, of them. you get the day off. Yeah, you know? uh, it's yeah, but hers are like winter. Time, Do you guys so get June like Juneteenth off now? Uh, we don't. Oh, no. wow. Look at my progressive company giving us Juneteenth <laughs> off. They only gave it yeah, to the huh? black people, though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everybody gets it. Jesus. That would be racist. Yeah, but John, we should probably let's move get, on. No, no, let's get back to why do you think Brad is the Brad? What other sport is Brad good at? And and by good, I mean I'm including baseball. And if you need me to pull up his stats, I can. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just think that Brad, I saw him play in college. He was probably of the play G- what? Baseball in college. Okay. You want me to so run down him, Brad's so you Brad saw him, stats? So you saw him play one sport in baseball. I got it. Got it. No, but okay, he, he can it. run, which is athletic. I mean, that's, I don't think uh, I don't think anybody's going to take him in a basketball contest, but you know he could ride the hell out of a horse, so he's got to be good at, <laughs> you know, being a jockey. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on that. I'm not going to argue that one. I mean, so I, I would say he's probably decent at soccer. Uh, he can hit a golf ball. Can we, time out. Time out. What? Time out. And this is something that's been bothering me for the last two weeks. So as somebody who's played soccer his entire life, how do you all think you're just like good at soccer? Because you can kick a ball. You can kick a ball. You can dribble that's, a ball. You think that's what soccer no, is? You, you can just can, kick and dribble? You, I can you, throw a baseball. You have decent. So I, I think people with good hand-eye was, coordination was, would also have was, good hand-foot coordination. False. But when when was the last time you played soccer? 
like played soccer, like in a team setting played soccer? Well, I was so athletic growing up that I had to make a decision between so baseball eight. and soccer. So, so you were eight? About 14, I would say. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. So you had to make a decision. Mm-hmm. See, so somebody like me who played both and Joey who played multi sports throughout. Joe, the decathlete, apparently. I do it all, boys. So. I do it all. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to. I think we need to try to set something up for draft next weekend. But I will preface this: I'm more terrified in doing some kind of like team setting sport all day Saturday and waking up Sunday feeling that pain versus feeling like a hangover. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the pain, like the hammies, are going to be so tight. But oh, there must be a sniper in the Panther Stadium. Field judge just went down. He so, gone. Um, um, but no, you know, I, I will say though, um, I, I think you guys left out a pretty major sport in your analysis a couple weeks ago. Dark swimming. Oh shit, swimming. I mean, you know I can swim. I just is? can't swim very long. Uh, I mean, there's the intercoastal down at OIB, so we could see who could. Who's you know, the best go swimmer up. of the group? Me, one hundred percent. Who cares? How swimming? I I guarantee you, I could swim the farthest of anyone. Who cares? I'm, your that's boy's got a, a killer breaststroke. It's an Olympic that's not sport. That's not athleticism. Michael Phelps isn't defi- athletic. He's. I don't. My definition. He's a swimmer. Of, we're not trying to compare ourselves to Michael Phelps. I'm talking about most athleticism is who's the one who's going to be the best at the most sports. Well, so not the ones who can like run the most endurance and they can just run without a ball being involved. Yeah. Like so, Prefontaine. So yeah. people that run track aren't athletes. No, they're athletes. They're, they're not athletic. They're a different type of athlete when we're comparing ourselves. I'm not going to try and. I don't know. Let's maybe we should move, move on. on. I I more or less want to have a running and swimming activity just to see how winded Chaz gets. That would be oh, fun. Okay, okay. I'm not I'm not mad at that. Well, <laughs> wouldn't be mad at that. But, you know, before we move off of the sports, I got something for John. Okay. And it is around your baseball career. I did a little research. Unfortunately, I couldn't find you on the Baseball Cube, which is a uh, website that has stats for most college players, but apparently you weren't in there. Um, but I was able to look up the Lenore Ryan record books and found a couple dandies in here, Johnny. <laughs> so... I think the rest of the league would also like to know this, but in 2006, do you mm. recall, I guess that would be the 2000 and, yeah, it says 2006. Do you recall how many RBIs you had? Boring. Uh, I do not. 46. You were the team leader. Yeah. The team leader, 46. RBIs for Lenore. All right, so then here's my next one. And I got a question. In 2005, you were the uh, the team leader in home runs. Do you know how many you had? Nine. nine. You had nine. 
in 2006, you also led, you were in a tie with a couple other people, with only six. Why the drop-off? I can attribute it to uh, one thing, and I know you will appreciate this, Joe. Terrible coaching. Well, that that was going to lead me to another yep. question. T- t- terrible question. But, yep. I mean, the coaches don't swing and miss. Or, the you know, the coaches aren't, you know, they're the ones at the plate. They're not telling you to swing at bad pitches. This is true. I mean, I, I the, the win-loss thing, that could be attributed to the coach. But I was just curious. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, just a drop-off. My junior year was my best year that I had. Actually, my freshman year there, because um, I redshirted my true freshman year, right, because I almost broke my leg up and <laughs> out. Um, but then my redshirt freshman year, uh, I actually led the team in batting average. Believe I did not see that, so I can't I – can't, uh... I saw that. There was... I saw that. It was only nine at-bats. I can't confirm that one. (laughs) (laughs) He cannot confirm nor deny. It was not on the lead. I did did read that. It was not on the leader's little profile there that they give. So I didn't see that one. That one missed me. Maybe you didn't qualify because you didn't have enough at-bats. Oh, I started every game, so that's not true. Well, you need to talk to the stats department over at Lenore Ryan and get you back on the list because you're not on there, buddy. Apparently so. Okay. Let's move on away from that stuff, and let's get into the NCFFL. So where are you at with your team? I think we ask all, I think we ask all, the, all the GMs this question. We like to just kind of get a good thought from the GM himself. And, you know, what are your thoughts about your team? And where do you think, you know, do you like where you're at right now? Or, you know, are you kind of disappointed? Well, I mean, I kind of like where I'm at. Four and two, sitting second in my division. Fourth overall. Can't be too upset. Um, Haven't really put up the points that I wanted to, but. You know, favorable scheduling has has been to my benefit again this year. So odd. Uh, can't be can't be too mad at that. But I, I feel good. I feel good. If everybody could just get healthy, um, I think I'm in a good spot. Brian kind of returned the favor that I gave him earlier uh, in the year and kind of gave me a win last mm. week. So feels good to to get a win before you go into your bye week. Um, but yeah, feel good about it. Can you define fourth and points? What do you mean? You said you're fourth and points. No, fourth in the league. Sorry, uh, fourth in the league. Oh, uh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Never mind. So my question is, why aren't you able to move one of your running backs that you're trying to move? Ask asking for too much. Uh, probably. There's no, pro- um, there's the no probably reason. there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe. You're not, we're not talking about this, Joe. So what's I, the, what's the, are, are both available? Yes. Okay. Everybody what's, has a price. Well, yeah, well, the, well, the other guys on your team, the price is kind of low. We're talking about the two guys <laughs> that are, everybody be focused on. What's the price tag for those two guys? Well, 
so a couple of weeks ago, I was actually texting with Brooks, and we had a blockbuster, an absolute blockbuster lined up, and nobody could get comfortable with it. Um, he couldn't get comfortable with it. I'm, I'm glad he didn't because it included Michael Thomas. Um, so that, that would have been a, a really big burn. But gotcha. Brad took that nightmare off his hands. Yeah. I mean, uh, let, I mean, you don't think that you're asking too much for these guys. I mean, they're both injured. We don't know if they're going to be actively starting every single week. Um, I know Dalvin Cook is definitely the I mean, number one. So you can, you can all. Well, he's number two, um, outside of Kamara. But so you're always going to play that card. But I mean, th- he's always going to be a question mark. Yeah, but I, I have their backups, and having two of the top five running backs in the league when they're healthy, I mean, beyond those two guys and my quarterback, who do I have? A.J. Brown may be coming alive. Um, so who are, what are you, what are you, what are you guess, looking for? Are you looking for a wide receiver one? Yes. Okay. And what would be like an equivalent in your eyes? If you were – you know, if you were to offer it to someone that you would say, there's no way that this person can't say no, what would be like the equivalent? So the thing is, I, I would have to get a running back in return to obviously not somebody like Dalvin, but um, my running backs are just it's so thin right now. I'm dealing with the San Francisco disaster. The one Jared traded me is hurt. I mean, weird how that happened, but. So I'd have to get a running back um, back as well. Um, and I think the last trade that was proposed, um, it was like Dalvin and one of my receivers for Lockett and Montgomery or something like that. So I was thinking about it with Brad before the trade went, went through with Brooks. Um, so something like that. So we're lo- we're talking. So n- well, I mean, Lockett's pretty up there. Montgomery's, you know, you're playing with fire with that guy. He's a starter, though. That's that's just somebody yeah. to play. Yeah. You know. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Why you got well, something? Well, you I mean, wanna, you and you I already offer? talked. I I think we were just at an impasse because I like Dalvin Cook, but I'm not. I told you I wasn't going to take Dalvin Cook without also taking Madison because. I don't trust Dalvin Cook to stay healthy. So I'm not going to sure. give up one of my top three wide receivers for a running back that's going to play for two weeks and then, you know, have a groin issue come up. That would just be – I would lose that. So I would, I would want to parlay that into, like, Madison and Cook for, like I said, like a Thielen and a Scotty Miller. I think that would be fair. Scotty Miller. He's got Antonio Brown. Why does he want Scotty Miller? He's got Antonio Brown. We'll see about that. What do you expect from Antonio Brown? What are you expecting? Gosh, uh, hopefully lightning in a bottle because I need it. Um, I don't know. The one game he's played with Brady, didn't he have like six catches, 40 yards and a TD? So I think there might be some chemistry there. Um, He loves him. Brady wants him big time. 
TBD on, you know, who the lead dog becomes between Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. It's kind of hard to call Mike Evans a number two receiver on his own team. That's just crazy to think about. Well, he is. Um, I mean, crazy. He's not. Crazy is, is, God, is Godwin playing? Because if Chris Godwin is playing, then Mike Evans is like the number four on the team. Behind Gronk, too? He's behind everybody. That dude does not get any targets. Whenever Godwin is healthy, well, he gets field. him in the end zone. Good, good. He catches one yard touchdowns, yeah. and those are his only catches yeah, of the so game. Matt Ryan rushing touchdown. Are you shitting me? Oh, thanks. What did I say? Sorry. Um, um, but no, I mean, I I feel good about Fulgham. I mean, he's, he's good. The number one. He's in, gonna be a good. He's gonna now. be good. Yeah, he's. I've got the number one in Cleveland now in in Landry. So. If if AB turns into anything, might be dangerous. Yeah, we'll see. Could be. So you're not trying to move the running backs anymore because you feel like you have a dangerous wide receiver core. I, I certainly would not call it dangerous. <laughs> um, you but, just you literally but, just said might it, be dangerous. The team overall. <laughs> the team overall. Let's 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 go back and and say not my receivers. The team overall. Okay. Um, but no, I mean, and you know, they're through their bye weeks, so I think they become a little bit more valuable, and I have their handcuffs, so I think I'm in a good spot with those two guys. Okay. Okay. All right. Why did you reject the most recent trade between Brooks and Brad? God. Because Brad traded two guys that play this week for two guys that aren't going to play this week, one of which is on IR. So objectively evaluating the trade, it was all about the health of the players involved. Okay. I totally concur yeah, with makes that. Sense. That, makes, that was my I, reason. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I that was an that. absolute absurd. Hey, hey, whatever. So, yeah, so – yeah, so Brooks got rid of two "quote unquote" injured players and received two healthy players that he could play this week, right? Yeah, I mean, that's tough. Brad's trying. It's it's tricky. John, who do you play this week, John? I, again, if you go back to the text, that had absolutely nothing to do <laughs> with do the play, rationale. Who do, you, who do you play this week? I, I play Brooks. Okay, but that had oh, nothing to do with the Oh, yeah. got it. <laughs> so you would have said the exact same uh, this week if you. If they would have made this treat, trade this time next week and you would have already beaten Brooks, you'd have been like, hey, okay with it, right? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. Absolutely okay. not. Okay. It's a risky I'll say, I'll say but, this. I mean, I, I, I would believe John because I disagreed with John for the exact same reasons and, and made that known to him. And then, and then, you know, we also had another trade come through not more than a couple hours later, and that involved Pittman, and I approved it. I didn't like it, but I approved it because it was a fair trade. Yeah, and we talked about this earlier. Yeah, we did. Pod, just kind of our opinions on it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was interesting to see the commish come through and rarely get to vote, and the one time he ever votes on anything is the same time that the guy who's benefited from it <laughs> is the guy that he's playing that week. Well, well, makes that, you, makes you kind of wonder and kind of want to question. Pure coincidence, but also some bitterness because I never get to vote ever. So mm-hmm. I felt good about it. Gotcha. Well, it is. Um, 
You got you got any questions for us? Well, hold on, I got a couple more. <laughs> oh, okay. So I want to know two questions. They don't have to have long answers, but what what team scares you? Okay. And then what team do you think are the Bears? The one that's that. Uh, Oh, I got rapid fire questions. Are those, those one, one of them? Of All right. Well, then, which one is? No, you'll get, we can we can go with that now. Uh, my but my my question would be, it's not so you can think of it. Which one scares you? Which one's that? Whatever. Or I like the question of if you could trade rosters with anybody in the league right okay. now, who would it be? And outside of Brooks, if you could, who would be the last person you would trade with? Hmm. So I, I think, um, and I'm just going off of memory here because I don't have it pulled up. I, I think the team that scares me the most and the team I would trade with would be Rusty. I think on last week's pod, we kind of came to the conclusion it was between like Rusty and Brad, wasn't it? I, I think A-Rod is A-Rod. He's got Julio, who is just owning the Panthers right now and is finally healthy. Kamara is Kamara. just on a different planet he's Um, he is i heard where right now through seven weeks he is wide receiver 12 on only on only on only like catching the ball (laughs) just his like receiving yards and touchdown things like that he is wide receiver 12 on the that's you know i saw a stat before this this thursday night game you know how many yards julio has averaged per game in his career I would go like ninety-seven. I'd go more. I'd go probably like I'd go one hundred eight. It, it was ninety-six, Woo! but that is incredible. Yeah. Well, he. he I mean, he, incredible. Like thirty percent of it comes against the Panthers. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah. He, he's definitely he going for like two fifty tonight. Dante Jackson, gotta love him. Um, but no, I, I think. Probably Rusty, um, not Chaz. Just too many defenses out there um, for Chaz, and I'm. I don't know. I, I think he's got some players that aren't going to keep up with the consistency. Um, so I would say probably Rusty. Okay. And the team I would least trade with. Um, I mean, it, it just it it has to be Pittman. Oh. Okay. Has to be, if it can't if it can't be Brooks, it has to be Pittman. Jonathan Taylor is the RB two on that team. Come on, he speaks yeah. high of him. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Just not a fan. But yeah. you know, Pittman to his credit, he's right up there. He's, he's four and three, hanging around. Decent amount of points. He's hanging around yeah. in in the very competitive West. So. <laughs> you know, he's, doing, he's, he's hanging around and then the weeds. He's hanging he's around, doing something that's, right. That's all you need. You just gotta hang around. It's classic Pittman too, because Pittman will probably end with like the least amount of points in our division. Will somehow sneak in with like the the second place spot, and then somebody like a better team will get left out because of it. So speaking of Pittman, what do you guys think of the action between him and Brad? It's it's about Ooh, time this league question. starts growing a sack of balls and starts tossing around money. I mean, for Christ's sake, we're all adults here. We all have jobs. And it's good to see this kind of good competitive banter. I think there needs to be more of it. Um, I was a little well, concerned and- that, you know, um, 
Pittman like basically doubles down on Brad and throws some Woodford reserve on there. And, and like Brad got, Brad got a little like icy cold feet right there. I didn't, I didn't see a response for like 20 minutes. I'm like, Oh, he's really thinking about it hard. Cause he put Pittman on tilt. He's like, I'll throw a hundo on it. And then you could tell like Pittman's like really thinking about it. Cause it took him a little while to figure it out. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck it. Let's fucking do this. And he goes hundo plus Woodford. And then Brad's like, oh, shit, he fucking, he just, he, you know, he called me. And then Brad's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And then finally he's like, all right, deal. So it'll be good. I can't wait. But what, answer me this. Was it for um, the season or just this week? The season. The it regular was, season. It was, two, it was two. From this point forward or it was, total? It was, it was total. No, no, the right, total. The end, at the end of week 13, the bet is – Pittman has both more wins and more points than Brett. Oh, this is gonna be good. So, but see the the thing that stinks is, or not stinks, but for Brad, I think for Brad to win, he has to have more points and wins. So, I don't think Pittman's gonna catch him in points. But if they have the same amount of wins, yep. that goes to Pittman. Yep, he's got to have more wins because I clarified him on that at when I asked later. I was like, what if they tie? And Pittman caught so, it out. Pittman, Pittman knows what he's doing. He's like, then so he Brad, did not get more than me, so I went. Yeah, so, so Brad has to basically, in, in the last six weeks of the regular season, win two more games than Pittman. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We're playing. Uh, we're, but they uh, do play each other next week. Yeah, we're, so. we're playing checkers and Pittman's <laughs> playing chess yeah. over here. That's right. So, That's right. Yeah. But uh, what other questions you got for Johnny, Joey? Well, I think the big question was, and I don't know, I, I haven't played golf with him, but Chaz said that he could outdrive you. Now, I've played golf with Mr. John for quite some time. And, in fact, I think we played last Friday. And I've seen John hit drives well over 300 yards. Now, I have never seen Chaz hit a golf ball. So I can't speak to Chaz, but – in our athletic discussion, I I can't see him hitting a ball 300 yards. Now, he's got the mass to do no. it. I just don't know if he's got the quickness to do it. Um, so my question is, can do you think, Johnny, that Chaz can outdrive you? And if you don't think that, then how far do you think you could outdrive him by? I would say conservatively 30 yards. That's 30 yards is no joke. I mean, I consistently get outdriven by John by 50 yards. So <laughs> it's a long way back. I would say conservatively 30 yards. 30 yards. Yeah. It, it's like me playing from the blue tees and him playing from the white tees. Whew. And we end up in the same place. I, is there money on this? We got to get some cash on this. I mean, I, I think we need to have a sports competition to decide draft order next year. What that includes, I don't necessarily know right now, but I think we have a few months to plan, and I think we can make it happen. And golf slash long drive, whatever you want to call it, would definitely Here's be the real question. Can we, if we're going to do that, can we add, like, putting to it? 100%. Absolutely. Can – Okay. Can Chaz outdrive me? 
<laughs> How straight does it have no, to be? It's got to be in the fairway yeah. to count. I think it has to be in the fairway to count, and I think if he nuts one, yes. That's fair. Yeah, I think if he nuts one, yes. That's fair. What else? You got any more, Joey? So, <clears throat> all right. A couple questions fire for you away, guys. Oh, here we go. Okay. So, you know, at the NTFFL, we have a very robust analytics department. Yeah. Right? So, since 2009, so 2009 was the first year the NTFFL started. 11 so years. So, we all wow. played. We all played a couple of years under a different moniker, you know, moniker. Um, organization, organization, organization. But you know, we we branded the NTFFL in two thousand nine. So we have eleven complete seasons worth of data. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. So, who would you guess regular season? Who would you guess has the best winning percentage? In the NCSF it's not me. History. I can guarantee that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's correct. Uh, I would have to go with this is this is winning percentage, winning percentage, um, and total, and total wins, wins. Wow, for that matter. Well, if it's total wins, then that's going to limit. It's got to be the original. Yeah, it's got to be original, the original. Is, are we eight. six or seven? Seven. So there are seven. seven. Original seven. Seven. Yeah. Uh I mean, since you're bringing it up and asking, I guess you. <laughs> so going into last year, it was me. But last year with the sub-performance that, you know, my team had, Rusty is now the current career leader. Wow. In Kudos NCFF to him. Edition. I would have never expected that. He is, he is 83 and 60. Wow. And I am 82 and 61. I've, I've, I feel like I remember prior to last or like during last year, prior to last year, Rusty was like the only one who had like never missed the playoffs or, so some, another or something like that. But he had also like never won it until last year. That's correct. That's correct. So before we get into playoffs, who would you say has Joe? Is this worst? even? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> is correct. this even? That's correct. I, I actually I didn't, didn't really want to hear correct. the stat. Fifty-two and ninety-one. Fifty-two. Joe's winning. Joe's winning percentage is thirty. All I did was carry over my App State winning percentage into fantasy football. That's all I did. You uh, you went there. And I learned, learned how, how to lose. lose right. Do it well. But I have a, I have wow. fun doing. You know. It. I do have fun doing it. Yeah. Can't take that away. You from know, me. another thing that I found very, 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 very interesting from the regular season, other than Rusty and myself and Chaz, would you believe that the other seven GMs actually have losing records? I believe it. Y'all think that this game is easy. In the regular season? In the regular season. So, like, now some of them are very, very close. Like, Jared, 71 and 72. Okay, yeah. so that's very close. But seven teams have sub-500 career winning percentages in the regular season. That that was just something that was 
I'm not I'm not surprised based off the like the past two or three years where it feels like jumbled up. Like even right now, it's just starting to it's starting to just every time it's starting to get jumbled up. So I think eventually it's just it's going to all even out to like five hundred. It's like gambling. If you can if you can win fifty five percent of the time, you're in the money. That's where you want to be. Well, so two more interesting stats, uh, three more actually. So, who would you guess has the the highest average weekly score well, in the regular season, including every, including everybody, including everyone? Uh, well, since you're the one that's like getting to pick and choose the questions, I'm going to say you. No, it's not. It's actually Chaz. Okay. See, we we all of this is not directed at me. I'm I'm here to. He's just giving us what the, the analytics league. department has given him. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. That's correct. Uh, okay. And then also the flip side of that question: Who has the lowest? That's gotta be me. weekly score, yeah. Joe. It's just, yeah. and it's, that, that's actually <laughs> not even it? really close. Do you, you have like an average? average? Sure. Oh my god, this is going to be oh, great. Absolutely. I will guess that my average weekly score. But see, this is hold on because you got to take into account like what three was it two or three years ago? When oh, we I am the taking it into account. That's right. My yeah. average so weekly prior score, to that, the, the scores were going to be gonna lower. Say, was 96.9. That's actually pretty close. 102.6. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It ain't changing, boys. Look at me. I'm so sitting pretty, in ninth pretty... place in points. It ain't changing. Mm. 102 and Chaz averages just over 120. 18 so point Jesus. Dang. Uh, okay. And then. But again, Chaz came in when we started. This is sports. true. And he's got less games to consider. So right? it's fact. So it's fact. So it's fact. It's that plus it's factor. In like in. who would be the. Who's like the most. Eight. Eight. Uh, eight. You take away Chaz. The original. Of the seven. original seven. Uh, That's Rusty pretty at one fifteen point one five, and <laughs> one fifteen. And, and Joe was what one hundred two. That's awful. And then I. That's what happens when you have Cam Newton get you one point one two points. That's fucking what happens. <laughs> yeah, I got a question. Did you do it where least points scored against? Because I guarantee so you, I'm is, not in that. That is the next column. So. Who would you say you. has had you. on? <laughs> yeah, Zero chance that is not co- you. That 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 is correct. <laughs> Good God! One hundred and eight point three nine. And who who would you say Me? has had? That's correct as well. Hundred and twelve point six six. So so the difference is uh-uh. difference. What are my not numbers on that? Not a huge. Uh, Joe. Points, points for or points against? So right in the middle. 110. Okay. That's points against. So 110. And 102. You average scoring. 
Uh, well, that ain't going to get it done, boys. That mm. ain't going to get it done. I tell you what, we're a bitch on paper, though. We're a so bitch on creep. paper. <laughs> That's your classic you know, who, who would you, Jared, who would you guess is the sec- has the second worst overall record and overall point scored on, a, on an average weekly basis? Brian. This GM has both. Who'd you Brian. say? Is it close to me so that I can say, like, he's in my company, or is it not even close? Uh, Over 11 seasons, he has 10 more wins, so I would say that's not that close. Um, But he has scored, on average, 105 points. That's right there. I mean, 10 wins, I guess two wins a year, right? More than me? Good Lord, Joe. It, 11 years and a year, 10 wins. One, one, Two wins a year. One win it's a less year. Less than one win. One win a year. That ain't bad. Yep. And then... <laughs> not, I didn't say it was good. It's not good. I just <laughs> said it wasn't that bad. Compared to everybody else, it's pretty bad. Uh, hey, I'm just trying to bring Simple Ryan down into you. my category um, so that we have someone else to talk about that is really bad at fantasy football. Does Brian got a championship? Yeah. And then nope. does it does it got like uh, playoff appearances no, in there? He does not. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So here we go. So the last eleven years, right? So since the NCFFL was formed, who would you say has made the playoffs the most times in I would years? say either yourself or well, Rusty, right? Rusty, like, didn't miss the playoffs forever. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'd say I'd so, say Rusty. I'd say Rusty. So, Rusty and I are tied with 10. So, we've made Jesus. the playoffs 10 Good out of the 11 years. I, cur- I currently have a 10-year wow. streak going. So, I missed the playoffs in 2009, and I've made it ever since. Um, who would you say? You were the, you were the original toilet seat, or is that later? That was the original <laughs> wow. toilet seat in 2009. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Two and 11. Good Lord. Um, but, you know, no surprise that, that Joe has only made the playoffs twice. Uh, and that was like 2009, 2010. Two, I think I was but, in third place in both of them. And last year. And then last year. He had, it was like the opposite of you where he had like a 10-year yeah. drought. He, he, he made the playoffs in 2009 and then not Jesus. again until 2019. <laughs> Holy cow. That's almost hard you to almost do. Gotta, That's harder you almost to do than to actually do win it. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. That's so bad. God, that is so bad. What What's worse, though? What's worse, though, not making the playoffs that many times or making it ten times and having no hardware to show Not for making it. it. At least when you make it, you got a chance. In a, game that, in, a, in a game that kind of is, like, more based around luck and you're just, like, zero years luck. in a row of just nothing. <laughs> and it's, it's going to happen zero. again. I mean, so, I got but, Cam Newton, 1.17 yeah, points. That's, Here I go. I'm a – 
And we talked about I it know earlier. It's, you I'm went sorry, on that I just rant. keep bringing it up. Freaking two-game <laughs> losing streak. Here we go. Just you remember that one year where I was on like a 10 miserable. or 12-game losing streak? <laughs> <laughs> Bro- Brooks <laughs> might be on that one this year. That was cool. So, what, you got any other stats? That that's what we have. That's what we were submitted uh, for this week's pod. We'll okay. have more content if we get invited back. Well, I think this is a good time to roll into some rapid fire, Jared. What do you think? Okay, I got. Yeah, plenty. I got some. You got any? Let's just go back and right. forth. Oh God! Uh, right. I'll get it started. Right. Johnny, who wins, Panthers or Falcons? Boom! I think that was easy. Panthers. All right. Preferred uniform. For the Panthers, all black, all white, or all blue? Trump or Biden? All black. on Tuesday. Or next to next the following Tuesday. It depends on how long they take to get their votes counted. Okay. Trump. Okay. Favorite Ooh. Panther of all time? Over mm-hmm. under Steve Chaz's Smith. drive, 271 yards. Under. I can Ooh. I can outdrive that. Favorite bear. <laughs> I get one. Favorite favorite Bears player of all time. Uh, Greg Olson. I don't have one. Oh, uh, I'm. I, he I'm, was. He's not a Bears player. That does. That, that does. I'm referring count. to. I'm ref, I'm referring to Lenore Ryan. Sizemore. Oh, Did you have a Sizemore there? Ryan. Um. <laughs> Did y'all have a football team? Craig Sizemore. We did have a guy. Sizemore. Craig Sizemore. He's got all your guy. records. He was like, he's like 6'2", six 6'2", two, six two, like 285 pounds. And could he's got all the records. The baseball. It was unbelievable. Um, but I don't know. Um, might have to go with. Nobody, the, the nobody's current, heard of him if you do might, it. My, no, I mean we have a starting safety on the Patriots right now. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. First, uh, first roaring Riot right. or Radio Haze? Yes, Radio Haze, hands, hands down. down. Favorite fantasy player of all time? Mm. God. My least favorite is Todd Gurley because he beat me two years in a row in the championship. Just Who's your favorite me. player? Um, Ladanian Tomlinson? God. No. Um, I actually really like Dalvin oh, Cook. Okay, going with the guys with you. Um, I really like Dalvin Cook. Does Brooks win the Brokini this year? <laughs> I, I Honestly, I, I think – the trade he made this week saves him from being in the Brokini, which honestly I'm, I'm kind of happy about because who wants to yeah. sit on a boat beside Brooks and his hairy I don't think that we want to do that. I yeah. just think we want the content. For, at least I do. I'm a content guy now. Yeah. That I'm, you know, Jared and I are doing this pod. We're content guys. That's great content for the pod. Sure. All right. Speaking of Brooks, okay. the other three GMs, GMs to miss the playoffs this year are who? Mm. Brooks, Brian, Pittman. Mm. 
and Drew. Ooh, That's what I, I thought. We were gonna go Joe. I was what I was waiting for it. You think I'm gonna miss it? You think I'm even? You think I'm gonna miss it even on points? No, I, I'm looking at the wrong team names. I'm sorry. These team names have been changed around. Brooks, Brian. Oh Jesus Christ! Hitman and Joe. Whoa, I'm sorry, I didn't know that he's about to hit the. He's... <laughs> He's about to hit the. He's about to hit the annual skid. <laughs> I wish I could avoid it's it. Coming. I didn't know who. Every year, I didn't there's know a who, four to five game losing coming. streak. I just. God, you don't bless. like my team name right now, John. I, I actually really like that. It it actually made me laugh. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Got more? Or yeah. Favorite daughter, Taylor May. Dylan or Addie? I got some. Sorry, you got jumping jump in there. It's rapid fire. Both. Okay. Both. Both? Okay. Both. Uh, golf tournament, $1,000 on the line. Who's your other GM partner? Mm. Thank you. 500, 500 on the line. <laughs> Joe. Jo- just for shits and giggles. Brian, because ah. I want him to. I I want your boy didn't make the cut. <laughs> So all this, all this stuff you say every year for the draft. Fuck you. We're not partners next year. We're over. We're we're over one. I'm sorry. All this we're, talk we're about. Oh, you can't be. Oh, you're going to get my partner. You're going to get my partner. Uh, yeah, whatever. Better coach, Frank Payat or Troy Hustis? Pate. So it, it's you, you Pate, sure he's not Russian? Um, and it's impossible <laughs> to. <laughs> it, it's impossible to pick. Troy in anything, <laughs> so I have to say Frank. Which is not com- good for Troy. <laughs> As commish, what's your least favorite part of the job? Oh, God. Um, it's actually not that bad. Um, some of the bitching is just obnoxious, but I think as we've gotten a little older, it's it's better. So it's it's not bad. Actually, no, I will say, entering the draft results, that part sucks. Yeah. Just typing them in. Got it. Well, when you're oh, absolutely freaking As... buckled, yeah, at the end of the night, that's a tough thing to do. Yeah, that was, that was a rough one. one. I had to do it that was times. a rough one for you. <laughs> As... As commissioner who rarely gets to vote, if you could become a dictator and you could change one thing about the league, it could be rules, it could be settings, it could be non, like, actual fantasy-related, what would it be? It would be to eliminate one of the wide receiver and one of the running back positions and make them both flex. So we'd start one quarterback, one receiver, one running back, one tight end, defense, special team, and then um, four flex. Wow. I like the flexibility. No pun That's intended. Actually, I actually really okay. like that. All right. Well, somebody likes that. Bring, bring it, bring to, it the to the table next year. Uh, are you going to win this week? Uh, yes or no? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Like I said – Earlier in the in the pod, it's a it's kind of a bye week for my boys, so just just get through it and uh, move on. You got the other matchups in front of you. Absolutely. Let's 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 hear a little let's hear a little uh, Adam Sandler celebrity picking of these uh, win game winners this week. Who you got? Okay, 
Well, before oh. we get into that, I have one Who's rapid first? fire for oh. both of you guys. Oh no! Oh okay. no! I got. Oh okay. no! No, you, 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 you both can answer. More liberal, Kamala Harris or Chaz with a tub of country fries? <laughs> Kamala. <laughs> She's a communist. Chaz is not. Chaz will. Chaz will give you some of his butter if you ask. Kamala will not give you stuff. She's taking it away. Well, there you go. Okay. All right, so the matchups. I would God, – before the trade, um, I really liked my chances after Brooks's trade. I think if – Hold Mike on, hold on real this, quick. Are you buying a waterfall right tonight. now or something? Is someone buying a waterfall? What's going on there? That's me. I told you earlier I was outside. And it's, I just it's don't starting know, to rain I just right didn't now. know what the hell was going on. All right. Okay. I'm outside. Good. Sorry. Proceed, Johnny. That's okay. I, I think I beat Brooks this week, um, but it's a lot closer than the projections. For Brad and Rusty. Rusty's mm. got a 10-point lead at the moment. It's only halftime. It's only halftime. Yeah. It's only halftime. Calvin Ridley's probably out. I I, I think Rusty. I think Rusty. I I just think Brad traded away too much to not have um, any players play that were a part of that trade this week. So I think Rusty by probably 20. Um. Pittman and which, by the way, absolutely. Team and we, Joe, do you we, know what that yeah, is? yeah, we talked about listen it to the podcast. The podcast so, but I do know what it, I do know what it is. It's a, it's good. It's okay, creative. It's very it's, creative. It's I'll coordinates say of some sort, but I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to that. Um, gosh, I he picked. I want to say Pittman he picked the wrong this, Panther to trade, <laughs> but, but DJ with. I just hope it keeps raining, time. boys. That's Run this ball. Rough. Run it. Um, no. I don't know. I, I think Joe might squeak this one out, um, even with Hopkins on by. I I think Pittman is just – Pittman might be on a slide right John, now. John, well. over, under, um, um, my quarterback chat. scoring more than 1.17 points. Okay. Just checking. I, I, I like your chances this week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, by the way, how angry were you? Monday morning. Oh, you can hear God. it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You can hear it tomorrow on the podcast. Okay. Um, Chaz and Jared. I think this is the game of the week. I think Jared is probably going to benefit from Gurley sucking. Never. I really? do think I do think Gronk has a big game on Monday night. I think it Gronk's coming out. You no, know, Ridley's out, right? Really, um, ain't playing the second half. It don't look like. Yep, yep. Um, Jared being Jared with with currently no kicker in the lineup, so aggravating. Um, but I just think I, I think Jared wins this one. Um, but you know, good thing for Jared catching Chaz without CMC. Yeah. Catching him without a lot of stuff, but it's uh, it's one yeah. of those years where I did that with Brad and came up short. So we'll see. And then 
Mike and Brian, I would say Brian, uh, for one reason and one reason only, I want Mike to lose so I can Amen. take I need the lead Mike to in the lose too. <laughs> this dude's riding a. F- but you, but you also, but you also need I need to win. Mike to lose. And that, I need Mike and that to caveat. Lose. Good deal. Good deal. Who who takes the weekly high score this week? You think? Uh, man, I hadn't looked at it that deep. Um, I'm getting hosed. I think 136 point projection means I'm gonna score like 100. I think we're gonna talk about this when we do our when Joe and I do our um, weekly predictions. This is going to be a weird week because there's a lot of games that are up in the Northeast this week, and there's going to be weather is mm. going to be a factor because this thing is going to be like hovering around this weekend. So there's going to be a lot of wind and rain and a lot of games this week. So I hope there's knows? more wind than rain because wind, wind no is idea. a factor. Rain not. It's so going much. to be both. If it's windy, that's a factor. But it's going to be both. That that it's makes it even both. more fun. So. I think it's going to be a. There's going to be. I think there's going to be some pissed off people come come uh, Monday or Tuesday because there's. I think there's going to be a lot of stars that underperform. I think there's going to be a lot of star wide receivers that underperform. So to answer your question, John, who the this fuck knows? Whoever knows. Probably my guess <laughs> is Chaz because I'm playing. <laughs> Probably a pretty good guess. That's a pretty good guess. <laughs> And you know what? We just dropped the knowledge on you that, you know, over time, you know, 11 years this has happened to you on average, oh, yeah. Jared. That's just, that's yeah, just hard to make so, up. At some point, know? you got to – there's enough data to where it's just like it is what it is. Nah. Oh, well. So, well, Johnny. Who knows? I think, uh, I think that'll, that'll do it for our interview segment. Thank, we want to, you know, thank you very much for coming on. I uh, definitely want to say thank you to the analytics department for giving you all that information, providing you, uh, providing us with all those fun facts. I think that was definitely interesting for all the rest of the GMs. And uh, we want to say thank you. Jared. Week 8 matchups. Here we go. All right, Jared, let's get into the Week 8 matchups of the NCFFL. We're going to start it off with my game. Looks like we have uh, Pittman versus me, the old Officer Rod Farva against a Coordinates, 35.5936 North and 77.3678 West. Do you have any idea what that is? I have no clue what that means. <laughs> what? Do you know what it I means? I didn't, and then I looked up the coordinates, and I chuckled quite a lot. So when I looked up the coordinates, for those that haven't done their homework, the coordinates will bring you to ECU's baseball field. <laughs> <laughs> now, the reason and? why this is funny is we were playing ECU, and um, I was pitching and was doing pretty well. 
I think we were in like the sixth or seventh inning. I was still pitching, and it was like a two-to-one game. We were down one, which typically we were never down one. We were usually down by like seven. So this was a good game for us. Good game for App State, playing hard against ECU. And they had a first baseman come up to the plate. And this Mm -hmm. first baseman, let me see if I can get his name correct. I got it somewhere. Uh, Mark Manikazi, I think, was his name. First baseman, good player, big guy. Well, I proceeded to throw a um, a changeup to this gentleman. And if you remember the old, this was at the old ECU field, which they called the outfield the jungle for whatever reason. And on a side note, we used to have a black uh, center fielder named Sterling Shepard, uh, who also played football for App State. And the jungle fans were like throwing them throwing batteries at his ankles and his calves. And they would be like, Hey, Smokey. Cause he was black. It's he was black and up. had dreads. They're like, Smokey, we know you. Are you saying, are you saying Greenville's <laughs> racist? I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the fans were good, but you're not, not denying, denying it. it. Hey, Smokey, we know you, you the only black guy on this team. We know why you're here. You're fast. You can't hit, but you're fast. Hey, Smokey. We know you want to smoke some blunts after the game, boy. They're just giving it to him, but he's chuckling. Good guy. Sterling Shepard's actually a really cool guy. He quit our team halfway through the season. I think he actually left in Wilmington. He just got up. He just left. He just didn't show up, (laughs) which is a side note. But anyways, so in their old field, they had pine trees um, in left field, just past past the, uh, the fence. And these pine trees, as you know, pine trees grow to like a hundred and whatever feet, right? I throw this change up to this Mark Manikazi kid and he hit a ball over the pine trees and then over the pine trees, there's a four lane road and the ball decided to go over the four lane road over the pine trees. It was probably the furthest ball I've ever seen hit. And I was on the receiving end of that. And so that's why it's so funny because as soon as that thing hit, I was like, oh, shit. And it was just a mega bomb. And I'm pretty sure Pittman was catching, and he started chuckling when, uh, when he hit that ball. He just started, <laughs> he just started <laughs> laughing like, oh, my God, I've never seen a ball hit that far. So that's, why, that's what the coordinates are. He's just reliving the old glory days of App State when we used to get just throttled by other teams. So kudos to him. Very good creativity. I thought it was very good creativity. What about yours? Officer yeah, Rod so I got Farba. a bunch of different names that I'm going to start dishing out here for Pittman. And that's just one of them. You know, I started off, uh, I forget what the first one. Oh, um, Emily Walls' boyfriend. You know, this was a, this was a crush that uh, Pittman had and screwed it up. She was a smoke show, but he screwed it up. And then I started, decided to go with the Ford Probe for life. That was uh, Pittman's car, the piece of shit Ford Probe that he had. Then we went into the old uh, Officer Rod Farb. I got a couple others up my sleeve. So I'm just trying to get into his, you know, the mental game of fantasy football. Okay. Um, but let's look at the matchup here. So 
So we got two, four, and three teams before tonight's game. Pittman's projected 125.49 to my 118.44. Currently, he does have a gentleman going, although it wouldn't um, look like that on the scoreboard. He's got more going for the Panthers, who's got a total of 0.00 points. So that's looking good for me right now. Now, it's looking good. Here's the problem that I have. As everybody knows, and I've alluded to it multiple times throughout this podcast, Cam Newton scored 1.17 points. And Herbert scored 48 points or whatever it was, 42 points. So I'm putting Herbert in because I just can't trust Cam right now. I I cannot trust him. Understandable. But this has got Cam Newton – this has got Cam Newton scoring 35 nah. points written all over it, and Herbert giving me a solid, like, 15. That's what this game's got written all over it. And I'm going to fall trapped to it, whatever. But I think I pull this off. Normally, I don't pick myself. I think I pull this off. If Moore can continue to have zero points, we got, like, four minutes left in the game here. If he, if he can get goose-egged here... No pun intended, Rusty. And I don't know about Robinson. He's questionable. He's in concussion protocol. Got hit hard. I don't know if he'll be able to play. And if he does come back to play, I don't know how effective he's going to be. He did sub out Bridgewater for Derek Carr. I think that's a solid play by um, by him. He's he's a pussy because I do believe that he called us up and said that he was going to play three Panthers and he decided to only play one and trade one away and then he dropped one. So, I mean, how trustworthy is Pittman right now? And he's got Evans now, but I don't know about Evans. Who knows? But I don't know. What do you think about this one? I think I win. I think I win. I'm happy that Murray's not playing because that would, I would give it to Pittman if Murray was playing. But I think I pull this one off, even with Hopkins on the bench. Are you there? Did we lose Jared? We may have lost Jared. All right, sorry there. We had a little technical difficulty, lost Jared for a bit, but he's back now. Uh, not sure where you left off there, but I was, I was just asking you who, do you, who do you got in this matchup? I think I'm going to pull it off, even though I got Hopkins uh, and Fuller on the bench there because of uh, bye weeks, but who do you got? Oh, man. Is this going to be the Le'Veon Bell game where they just where Andy Reid just gives it to Bell the whole time to like stick it to the Jets? I don't know. I that's, mean, I why think... he's, that's why he's in the lineup. Yeah. on – a redemption game, or at least at minimum, a redemption touchdown. Yeah, so I could, but here's, I mean, I could also see Derek Carr having a good game. Yeah. I can also see Jonathan Taylor having a good game against Detroit. I can see Robert Wood scoring. I can see Mike Evans, since Chris Godwin didn't play him, having a good game. Uh I think this is going to be a low-scoring Oh, weird. Low-scoring low game for Joe? It's going to be a low-scoring toss-up. Oh, man, you're going to be mad at me. I'm going to say somehow Eric pulls it out. Yeah. I don't I'm know not, I'm not surprised. Well, I'll tell you how. K. 
Cam Newton's going to go for 35 and Herbert's going to go for 15. I don't know how, but, yeah, maybe. But I just think he's going to pull it out somehow. So, uh, mm. and I know we're not – we're like our whole podcast is all scattered a little bit, but DJ Moore just got on the board now. Just that got on the board. So, as soon as I say that, Pittman, and DJ Moore catches a pass, you're welcome. Yeah. Awful. All righty, we're splitting that one. Let's go into the next matchup here, and that's going to be yourself, your high cholesterol. Solid. You like that? You like that? Versus the GOAT and Chaz. Before the matchup tonight, we're sitting at a 3-4 and team for yourself, 5-2 and for Chaz, a 126.61 to a 119.22 for Chaz. Little on the low end for his projections. They got each a guy going. Ridley at 5.7, exited the game at halftime. So that's very unfortunate on your behalf. And then he's got Gurley with 10.6 points. He does have a touchdown on the night. Uh, who do you got in this one? Taking yourself? I don't, I don't fucking know. Pro- no, <laughs> no. I, 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 and I mentioned this, I think this is going to be a weird weekend where, like, it's just – there's going to be bad weather, like bad enough weather where it's going to affect stuff enough to where like, like I think it's supposed to be rainy and windy in like Green Bay. So like Devontae Adams, you got to like temper your expectations a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to, obviously it's going to come down to Monday night with him having Brady, Gronk, and Fournette. And I think he's going to need, 45 points from them, and I think he gets it. I think Chaz sneaks it out in, like, a decent matchup where we both kind of like maybe he's in the high 120s and I'm in the low 120s. I think Chaz pulls it out. <sighs> What's the deal with Sanders? He ain't he ain't playing. All right. I- I'm gonna he's have. Not, he's not. He's not playing, and I assume Joe Mixon didn't play. So I'm assuming, like, I'll go ahead and tell you right now. I'm assuming Miles Sanders isn't going to play. Yeah. And I'm assuming Joe Mixon's not going to play. I don't think Mixon's going to play. I think they actually already determined that. I could be wrong. And they haven't yet, but I don't think he plays, and I don't think Miles Sanders plays. And Miles Sanders sits. I'm going to play Marquise Hollywood Brown. Watch out. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give this one to Chaz as well. I just think a tad too much firepower here. I think actually this is going to be a really good high scoring game for Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I can um, see I don't know if we've had like a mega game from him. He hasn't even reached the 20 point mark this season. And it kind of just feels like he should yeah, with lo- the Jets. It's, it's, lo- it's looming. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, but even that game is like an interesting game to where, you would assume that that game's going to be over at halftime, right? Yeah, but like they're going to the put the throttle but, down. But they're not like I'm talking about like over at like they're up like 21 plus points at halftime. And so if that's the, at some point in the second half players start to become obsolete to where that's going to start it should pivot to the Le'Veon Bell and I hope but it should pivot to Bell and Hilaire to start running more just for them to like just run out the clock more so than like, oh, we're going to, it's not for me, it's not so much like, 
oh, we feel bad. We're not going to try to score. It's just more like let's just run the ball to, like, run out the clock and get the game over with. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe they break it. But it's going to be – the key to that game is going to be the first half. Who scores the touchdowns in the first half? Because it could be Tyreek Hill doesn't catch a pass in the second half. But in the first half, he goes for six for 105 and two. And then that's all you need. So, yeah, I can – yeah, I get it. It's an interesting – I don't know. Well, I think Brady on Monday night, he's going to – it's prime time for Brady. So, he's going to get but he's in the there. But he's in the same spot. But I trust them more than I trust the Chiefs to, like, actually, like, keep throwing it in the second half. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Even them, they're like, that game's probably going to be over midway through the third quarter. So, what are they going to do? I think you're and, probably right. I think it's going to be like a – it's just I'm not saying I'm like 26, 119. It's just interesting. Like it's just those games were like, okay, and and then at that point it comes down to like, okay, Brady is up. They're up twenty plus points halfway in the third quarter. They're gonna start running the ball. Where on the how they got the lead was it like Brady passes or was it Ronald Jones touchdowns? Was or, it Gronk? Was it and so and then at that point it just kind of comes into who scores first is going to have the the best uh, the best odds there. So I don't know, but yeah. I think some some I, I just got a bad feeling about this week for me. And I mean, it already started tonight, I guess. And with yeah. Ridley getting injured, hopefully that it's not. one hurt for sure. Yeah, hopefully that it's not. Sure. Hopefully it's not bad. All right, let's get to the third matchup of the week, and we're going to look at Brian and Henry think it's possible versus Sudie's nuts, Joe. And uh, Michael, this game has a three-four versus a four-three. Brian was sitting at a one twenty-two seven-two versus Mike's one fourteen twenty-one. Um, looks like Brian had Anderson going on that trade acquisition there. Seven point three points, a shade under his, well, quite a bit of under his projection here. But they are driving, so who knows what could happen there? Um, who you got in this one? I got Brian. Brian Tyler. Huh? I think Tyler Boyd's going to have a good game. I think Derrick Henry is just going to have, like, 150 and two touchdowns at least. Uh, 150's big. 150's big, but the Bengals' run D is awful. Yeah. And I think uh, similar to, like, what we were just saying about Tyreek, I mean, Kelsey could do that. I think Ayuk will have a good game. Um, He's one that I was trying to target on the waiver wire pickups, but I got my boy Hollywood. I think Wentz will have a good game. I, I, yeah, I just think it's – I think Brian's going to win this one. Well, I'm not – I'm going to I'm gonna say that Mike's going to win and continue on a streak to five games. Uh, he's got Lamar Jackson back in the lineup. I think Zeke is going to have a game. It's a, it's a divisional game against Philadelphia, and he has sucked this year i mean I, I think even mike would say that and so i think zeke's gonna pull pull off a solid game kittle's gonna have a good game against seattle and i think lamb gets back into the mix too I, actually no i don't think lamb gets in the mix because who the hell's gonna throw in the ball i don't even know um i think he sneaks this one by barely um like like you, you, we talked about earlier i mean this is just such oh my god drop that ball Fuck you more. Um, <laughs> so I, I think he sneaks by 115, 107. 
Uh, and I, I think Mike takes this barely. I, I think you're right on Henry. I just don't think he's going to get the production from everyone else outside of maybe like Kelsey. I think Kelsey's okay. going to show up. So fuck you more. All right. Moving on to the next one. We got Aridae is a Galladay. And what can Browns do for you? Uh, Brooks versus Johnny matchup. Brooks one and six at one nineteen point one seven versus John four and three one thirty four point zero eight. Who you got in this one? I mean, how much time do we even need to talk on this? Not much. I mean, do I just? I don't. I just don't see. I don't see how John loses this. Over under seventeen points for Lockett. Under. Yeah, I would say that too. Over under fifteen points for Lockett. Under. Over, under 12. Over. Okay. Yeah. So, over, under 112.5 for Brooks. Mm. Well, he didn't get to 110 last year, last week. I'm gonna. I'll say under. I'll say over. It's another twenty bucks. Another twenty. What? What is it? One twelve point five. Let me mark it down. One twelve point five. I'm taking Brooks's over. All right. I got the under on that for twenty dollars. We'll just make this the weekly thing where we just bet on bet Brooks, on Brooks score. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I That's like good. All righty. All right. Yeah, I think this is yeah. I just yeah. don't. I mean, it's just kind of. I like. I don't mind Brooks's players now. Just he's kind of running into bad matchups this week. Montgomery against the Saints is a tough matchup. Um, Montgomery sucks. He sucks, but he's going to have a favorable run D coming up. They can't throw the ball. Well, I mean, I understand that, but they'll be able to. I'm just saying the team, the defenses they're going to face after this week are going to start sucking really bad. Who does slip drop to pick up a defense, or does he drop Washington's? He'll he'll drop Washington. Okay. Yeah, he'll drop Washington. All right, that one's pretty much locked up. We're yeah, both yeah. in agreement there. Not much there. All right, let's get to a solid matchup here. We got the Duck Hunter and Rusty versus Great Scott and Bradley. This is a four and three for Rusty at a one thirty five point seven five versus Brad three and four one twenty four point four. Uh, Jones, Julio Jones at a seventeen point two. Looks like that's going to be it for him in terms of points this week. And uh, who you got in this one? I got Rusty. I think this will be. I think he'll easily kind of probably win this one. I think tough matchups for uh for uh for old 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 Bradley with uh I think Jacobs has a tough one with Cleveland. I think Diggs has a tough one with the Patriots. Um Cooper has a tough one with Philly yeah. with and no quarterback throwing to him. Um I yeah, I think I yeah, I see Rusty kind of easily winning, especially now that we know, kinda of know what Julio's had. Yeah. Uh, I, I would agree with that. The only thing I think that's killing Brad right now is, you know. All of his guys are we, injured. We, yeah, they're all injured or out or on IR. We don't know what Thomas is going to do. I don't know if he's been ruled out. It says questionable. Um, 
So, I mean, who who does he sub out there? Does he sub out Higgins or Diggs um, if he does play? Uh, does he sub out Henderson probably maybe? I'd sub out, I'd sub out Amari. Uh, that's tough to sit a number one even, uh, huh? That'd be like not playing Montgomery. I mean, he's serviceable. He's a number one, but can you really count on him to get you 12? I don't know if you can. We don't, know, don't even know. know. I don't even know who's throwing to him. I don't know. So that's going to be tough. I, I, yeah, I think Rusty wins this one handily. Uh, I'll even go as far as saying it's going to be like a 143 to 110. Ooh. Yeah. 33 point difference. That's what you hear I that. You, you hear that, brother in law? Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. So I think uh, that'll do it for this week's podcast, Jared. What do you think, bud? Yeah, we're, we're ending here. The Panthers just lost. Weird. Yeah. Um, Pick at the uh, end there. Yeah, we're the, yeah. Wish Bridgewater was in uh, Pittman's lineup. Fucking DJ Moore got some garbage, garbage freaking points there. Got himself a freaking six point five points at the end of the game. Fuck you, that was miserable. Well, two catches. I st- I st- I, yeah, I, yeah. You heard me, Pittman. I, I called you to win prior to the two catches. Unbelievable. And then boom, you're welcome. So, <laughs> but let's. Uh, well, well, Sunday we'll be here, Joey. You'll be over the last week's uh, shenanigans with Demise. Zane Gonzalez. Oh god. And uh, we'll we'll see if you can pull it out this week. All right, great pod this week. want to thank Johnny again for coming on and uh, giving us that interview. Hopefully you all enjoy it. And, uh, Jared? Dodge injuries and COVID. And guess right. for listening to the hot rods and hot takes fantasy football podcast just a reminder if you'd like to get in touch with us there's a way to do that please go to the website anchor.fm or even easier download the anchor app and search hot rods and hot takes fantasy football podcast there what you can do is leave us a voice message if we like what we hear we will play it on next week's pod also in terms of distribution We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet all of your platforms. 
and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here at the Hot Rots and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Dodge Injuries, and Guess Right.